everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith. I'm your DM. Josh playing as Arnold. Zena's playing as Grim. And my name is Bryce playing as Jack Law. And this episode is brought to you by Duke's Barbecue, which is not a sponsor of ours. We um, sponsor them, though. Last episode, extremely long. Very, Super very long. long combat episode. We're recording in our barn, uh, which is rather uh, airy. There's going to be some echo, probably. We apologize for that. Uh, but we had a long episode last time. We killed six Blinkses, which is exactly what we were supposed to do, and we left the bodies for the other ones in that pool to feast upon. Among these Blinkses, you have several hundred teeth, uh, these six heads that you guys are taking back to the Full Hammer Mine, the headquarters of the Servants of the Scale, and uh, Torque and Justine's you know, childhood home. Uh, you are headed back there, but you got to pass through Buckland to get there, and we are currently on the walk back. Um, to get there as we approach the season finale of ep- or season one of Dungeon Boys. Almost 50, se- almost 50 episodes in so far. Episode 47 today. Uh, but as you guys are walking uh, and making, you know, maybe making some polite conversation or whatever, uh, Torque is carrying his younger sister, Justine, who is a small five or six year old blonde haired girl. Very adorable. She's bundled up in a nice winter coat. Uh, and she is hanging out on Torque's shoulders. As he is walking, he has taken one of the Blink's heads out of the bag, and he's got a little pair of, like, pliers that he had in his pocket, and he is popping some teeth off. And he says, uh, whenever we get back to Full Hammer Mine, uh, and I'll get back, we'll, we'll hand over these heads to the Fletchers, and they should be able to take care of making arrows. Uh, but before we hand them over, I want to make sure that you guys get your fair share. Uh, I, I can spare at least ten of them for you, and maybe these teeth will be helpful f- for you and you know future adventures or whatever we'll be sending you away as soon as we get back most likely uh ten apiece or ten no, just uh, we really ought to keep as many i want to i want to give ten to your group um hopefully those will serve you well uh you can split them up however you wish but i really don't want to spare any more than ten does anybody have a bag or something i don't want to touch these things He's popping. He keeps popping them out. Rim, did you get bitten He's by any of the what he's doing, No, I did not. I was curious <laughs> to see what would happen. Actually, you traveled to another world, an ocean world. Well, yes, I. Well, I didn't know about the ocean world, but it's. Well, Justine and I. I was wondering what would happen if I were bitten. Could always find know. out. <laughs> oh yeah, you are kind. You are kind of special, aren't? Because I remember when we were underneath that house, and you touched me, and some, that's when I first, when I touched me in a weird way. Uh, we shook hands. When we shook hands. Uh, something very strange happened. You might, do you think you're like me? Maybe. I, I don't know. I've been able to use that strangeness since then. Do you like then. punching things repeatedly in the face? Justine, no. do you think you have one more trip in you? Or two more, technically? I don't know if I do right now. I'm very, very tired. I've never traveled that much before. I don't, I don't know if I want to right now, but where do you want to go? We can plan to go there soon. I want to use one of the teeth to see what would happen on me. Uh, right now? I, at any time, I don't want you to be hurt by the experience. Would you, would you care to let me just get a, a, a rest in? Maybe we'll try it tomorrow before you all leave. Sure. I do, um, Don't shake hands! Just, just out of curiosity, I wonder if anything will happen. Okay, so yeah. I reach out a hand. And she reaches down and kind of leans off of Tork's shoulder, 
uh, and as you touch hands, uh, you get a similar sensation that you got the first time, but it's very weak. Like your eyes don't roll back in your head, and you don't transport to that kind of place between planes, that gray kind of swirling area. But uh, you do feel some a, a strange, uh, you know, a strange belonging in touching, and like shaking this girl's hand. That that you are alike in some way. Okay. Um, she says, "We've got to be, we got to be somewhat the same." I've never met anyone who's the same. I haven't either. Torque is still popping teeth off, and as he's doing that, he's putting them directly in his hand. He says, as long as they don't break the skin, they should be fine. So he reaches out in his hand with ten teeth in it, and he goes to hand it to somebody. I'll take him. Fine. Am, am I still a bird? Or am I just walking around with everybody I think else? you said you transformed. Well, you could be <laughs> flying over us. You could be anywhere you wanted. I, I can imagine. I'm, I'm like just flying over just I'm, I'm keeping an eye on everybody sure because I, I mean I've, I don't I don't want to just drop it in case we like come up on something else okay um, so he gives you the teeth you just gained ten blinks teeth Grim I'd like to request four of those very well I take I'm four of them okay Arlo do you want any wait no he's, he's first, fine so yeah Oh no! Oh no! Caca! Alright, so I'm gonna say times four blinks. Torque uh, puts his pliers back no, in his pocket, six. and unless you guys have any more conversation uh, you wish to have, if you have questions for him or whatever, let me know. But we're just walking back to towards Buckland at this point. The My sun question is, is <laughs> When Justine brought me back, Grim, yes? we passed through something, something like a world between worlds. It was as if the entire universe was made of this thick gray smoke. I don't know. Do you recall anything like that? Is that how it was? Yeah, whenever you touched her originally and you kind of like kind of zoned out for a second, that's very much what you saw. Yes, that, that is exactly what I saw whenever Justine and I shook hands the first time. Strange. Indeed. I don't know what it means. I still have questions for my father. And mother, I guess she probably had handed it too. Oh. If anything. We'll get back to it eventually. I'm sure. Hopefully you are able to get back and ask these the questions of your mother and father. Uh, we have quite a... You have quite a travel ahead of you, though, I if you were to go on the mission father and mother have planned for you. We yes. need Moradin's tiny orb. And we need it quickly. If the council has found us. Poor Morden. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Morden. Very uh-huh. well. Um, so you guys walk back as you approach. I would like to ask, like, from a bird. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. to Talk off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm asking DM. Okay, wise. gotcha, gotcha. I would like to ask because I. I didn't really get a chance to use this because things were moving so rapidly. <laughs> yeah. But I do have like really really good lookins. I have good visions. I have uh-huh. like good perception. Yeah. Did I take in any? You know any anything visually that they maybe not have maybe would not have seen floating in the water, um, in that other world. Right. Uh, no. Uh, you you okay. saw those other creatures like, whereas there were only these creatures in the pool that you were in in main Medine world, mm-hmm. this ocean world that you're in was teeming with life. Okay. It, you there you saw tons of creatures that would plot would be in the same category of blinks as that you've never seen before. Okay. It seemed like this world is teeming with wildlife that is new and interesting and um, mostly aquatic. That's pretty cool. Okay. 
I didn't know if I saw like land masses or yeah, like you yeah. didn't not even a speck of land where okay. you were. That's not to say it doesn't exist, but where you guys blinked in and out, there was no land. Okay, cool. Within sight. All right, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, torque as well as so are we going to time lapse towards Buckland at this point. That'll work. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. How long does that journey take? It's going to take probably an hour or two. I wrap the uh, cane water freeze thing back up. Cane okay. water freeze. <laughs> <laughs> cane of freeze water. The, freeze of the cane sun water. Is coming up, and as you approach Buckland, he says, "Well, uh, people will begin starting. Will you know begin to be getting out of bed and, and starting work? I don't suppose you have any business in town before we head back to the mine. I'm, we could spare a moment if you need to stop." How long did that man say it would take on our items? Two days or a day? I think he said a day or two. Just a day. But I you recall so. that he seemed like he was going to get to work on it for you pretty quick. Excellent. I'm Dude. still circling overhead. I'm just keeping an eye out. Sorry. Oh, I realize you're asking Jack that question, but I wanted to make a clarification before an answer just in case. Just, you know, to help a week? Us. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I got you. So you say it seemed like he was like going to get re get working on them as soon as possible? Yeah, that was the DM telling you. You guys could probably check back in. It might be ready. Oh, okay, like now. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it's been about 24 hours since spoken. Go ahead. I believe you said a day or two. We could always check by, and if they're not done, we'll just continue on. I agree. I am pretty anxious to get those gloves. Anxious is the wrong word. I'm excited. Can I do a perception check now that we're getting closer to, um, was it Buckland? Yep. Okay. Um, just to see if I see anything unusual, like from above, like around town or whatever. So. Okay. Let me see. What's my Ooh, I got a plus seven. Fourteen plus seven. That's a twenty-one. Okay. Um, you don't see anything strange about the town. Okay. You do see that that smoke uh, is starting to rise a little thicker through the chimneys of the town. It seems like the hustle and bustle, uh, as slow as it sometimes is in Buckland because of the cold, is beginning. There are people walking the streets of the town. Uh, there are businessmen opening shops uh, beyond the town. You're looking directly across the gate that you're about to walk through, uh, or they're about to walk through to the gate that you came in at. Uh, on the other side of that gate, you don't see any threats approaching or anything. Uh, and way off in the distance, many, many miles, but you're high and you have eagle vision. So many, many miles, you can see the structure, the, um, the uh, kind of fortress that Corinne and Albert told you the orcs were building, the, the, the council had um, commissioned to be built on Buckland. You can see that construction way off in the distance, cool. um, way east of where you are. All right. So you guys heading to Charles Boonshire? Or yeah, you? man. Let's okay. do it. Getting there. Okay. Uh, Torque says, if you don't mind, I'll just stick around with you, and, and Justine and I will wait outside, so we'll all head back up to the mine together. That's perfectly fine, Torque. Okay, so you guys enter Charles Boonshire's shop this morning. You see them doing this if you'd like to join them. Yeah, I'm old. I guess I'll land in the street and I'll I'll de Arlo fi or I'll I'll de eagle fi back to Arlo. Deagleize. Several several <laughs> people see um see you land. They get out of the way and there's several some people screaming like, "Oh, what is going on?" And then as you transfer it transform into a gnome, they say, "Oh, just a druid." Nice. <laughs> Back to it, everybody. <laughs> uh, and you're now a gnome druid right behind your friends. Gnome. All right, that'll work. Oh, thank you for your help, Arlo, in, in the battle. I didn't get. I don't know if you heard anything we said in the common tongue, but thank you very much. Yeah, I, I heard a bit of that. I'll tell you one thing, though. If, uh, if that's how y'all do fishing around here, you might want to rethink things. Well, 
I, I do prefer the relaxing version of, of fishing, Arlo. I absolutely do. Justine does too, right, Justine? Oh, I love fishing. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Arlo. Thank you. Hey, not a problem, man. That's what we're here for. Do you want teeth? We've got some teeth. I've already got teeth. You don't want any Blink's teeth? Oh, um, I've yeah, I might, I might, I might get one of them. We've got six. Got six of them. Six. Six. Six teeth. Six teeth. Um, That's more than you have, Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, it is. You just replace your canines. Um, yeah, I, I'll probably take one of them. Just one? All right, fine, I'll take two of them. Okay. <laughs> That's twice as many. I can give him two teeth. Two? You, you're asking we'll, a lot. We'll say you make that exchange as the bell rings uh, to the, the shop to, of that Charles room. of Boonshire. Uh, and, um, I have key in my list of items. Mm-hmm. Is that the key I gave to them? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's the only key that you've picked up so far. Well, I've got Ronald's key, too. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so not that key. Uh, as, and as you the the bell rings and you guys are having this kind of jovial conversation about teeth and get switching those up, you can hear um, Justine talking to Torque outside. She says, "Can you can you buy me like a, a sword or something? I'm old enough. I just went to this battle with you." Like, no, Justine, Mom and Dad wouldn't want me buying you a sword. You'll learn soon enough. She's ah fine. Just older brother, younger brother situation, younger sister situation there. Um, and you can hear them kind of having that little cute argument outside. Remember um, what happened to the puppy? Also, do your, do your best to take whatever I say as Justine and make it adorable in your brain. <laughs> like, I can't make her sound like a cute little girl, but she is a fairly adorable little You're girl. You're doing a fine job. Uh, so you ring She's the bell. She's got pigtails. Shoot, how did Charles of Boonshire sound? I don't know. Make something up. I think he sounded a little bit southern. He was very gruff. He was. Charles of Boonshire... Welcome back, boys. It hasn't been too long since I seen you. There's Charles. Yeah, Boonshire sounds southern. Yeah. Welcome. You guys back for your Hello. weapons, I see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, we're just checking to see if you finished them. I'm Charles Boonshire. It don't take me no time at all. Also, you guys look like you're carrying around quite a stack of coin. So I wanted to make sure. Wanted to make sure, just in case you got any trouble, I'd you know get my money off of you before something bad happened to you. We do seem to be overburdened by money. <laughs> that sounds rather good to me. Uh, that will inform my prices, absolutely. Oh. But I have completed all the requests you made of me. Excellent. Grim, you want to... Uh, as he calls your name, he leans down behind his desk. He pulls out a box. He opens it, and he pulls out two uh, gauntlets, uh, which are there. They have, um, you know, gloves on the end of them, and they're composed of, like, steel and some chain to hold them together. Uh, and on the ends of each of the knuckles, there are what look to be fashioned spikes that were made out of the basilisk uh, spines that you gave them. Uh, those spikes are sticking out of the gauntlets, and they look to be um, fairly mobile. They look to be like something that you could wear uh, and still go about everyday life. The spikes aren't too terribly long. They're not like six-inch spikes or anything. Uh, they're mobile. just enough to break the skin. Um, he says, He's, here are your gauntlets, Grim. They're pretty special. They ought to add a little bit, of, a little bit extra of, of uh, puncturing to whatever it is you're punching, uh, as well as the the basilisk. We couldn't, I couldn't get this basilisk blood to perform powerful magic, but uh, I have rigged a little apparatus in here that if you if you so choose, uh, just press it with your thumb, and if you press it uh, hard enough as you're punching, it will pump a little bit of that uh, basilisk blood into your punch, and it ought to slow down your enemies, or at least depending upon who you punch, it ought to slow them down. 
Thank you. So, uh, mechanically, you do one extra d6 uh, of puncture damage or piercing damage with your punches. Uh, as well, three times per long rest, you'll have a chance to cut an enemy's speed in half when you hit them. You follow? I'm not going to be using that. Okay. <coughs> no, it just it's it'd be. But you might keep track of stuff. It's easier. Sure. I'll probably throw it in there. It's possible. I mean, if it becomes what, useful, what use are it. the mechanics of it? So one d six. Well, I know, damage. like for the slowing thing. Um, on a hit, it would be a Constitution saving throw. Um, against your constitution, because that's what the basilisk, I believe, used for its stone. The DC for its, you know, stone turning stuff comes from its constitution. Yep. So it would be your constitution modifier plus ten would be the DC uh, for cutting th for speed in half, three times per long rest. That could be good. <laughs> I might yeah, but you don't use that. <laughs> it might be something. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ever be somebody trying to get away from you. You could I'm a punch drax them. <laughs> drax them squounced. Also, real quick, uh, I saw your your bird friend earlier this morning. He's gone. Who? I don't know. What were we saying? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I recognize these, these Where gauntlets? <laughs> these gauntlets are shiny, but I, I was just I was saying your your friend bird, the small one, the soft spoken a little bird man, I made a, an axe for him with a with a with a beakish uh, back pike on it. That's pretty cool. You, you know where about bird been uh, going on to? I don't know. I believe he was hanging around with the mayor this morning. They walked into uh, the mayor footed the bill for his axe. Fellas, that might be trouble right there. Most certainly. Yeah. But I did make one for him, and I did as you asked. So. Well, I much appreciate it. Is it just a just regular old wax? It's match. It, I've enchanted it with a little with a little uh, enchantment to, that should help him hold on to it. It sounded like he had a problem with uh, letting it slip out of his grasp. His last <laughs> weapon. Hey, that's that. You know what? That's just what he needs. The yeah. unthrowable axe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh attached. To it. I replaced his hand with it. Um, Jack, I've yes. got two things for you. Excellent. Uh, first of all, I've got a. It's, it, it looks like a bracelet, but it's not. Uh, so he gives you this kind of like um, steel bangle looking thing Mazel that tell. wraps You're around no that wraps around your wrist. But you can see in the center of it, it looks like the remnants of what's left of a basilisk eye on the center of it. I don't look at it. <laughs> um, yeah, and so it kind of, it looks like it has a hinge on it that it can kind of flip open depending upon how you move your hand. He says, now this one's kind of delicate, you'll have to learn how to use it, but uh, this thing, if you flip it open just right and reveal the basilisk eye to uh, an enemy, ideally it should perform the same way a basilisk eye normally would. Uh, I don't think it has enough power, it, it, it will suck power from you, so if you're not well rested, if you're not prepared to use it, uh, it's it's not going to do anything, but if you're if you're ready to go, uh, it ought to turn your enemies to stone, at least someone. Excellent. Um, but of course, I haven't tried it on anyone. I'm not can't can't really test this one. It's a pile of like rats and cockroaches and stuff <laughs> <laughs> in the corner. Just turns. He's like shoves them off. The <laughs> I'm fairly certain it should work. Making a new chess game too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I, as well at your cleaver. I wasn't able to do anything special with it. it. It consumed, not only, it was it was as if your weapon wanted to be enchanted. It, I, I don't know how it was not enchanted already, uh, but it, when I took it back to the enchantment uh, area where I work, uh, I, I laid down the, the blade of, the drinking blade that you had given me as well as the cleaver, and by the time I turned around uh, on the enchanting surface, when I turned back around, the, your cleaver had was consuming this blade. It was just being sucked into it as if it, it, it needed something magical. 
Uh, so for all I know, this is a magical cleaver now, and it ought to be able to defeat any sort of, you know, magical creature that you should come in contact with. Excellent. Uh, that's very odd, but it's one of a few odd things I've been noticing recently. I'll look more into it. Yes, well, my advice is to be careful with this one. Absolutely. You should be careful with any blade. Absolutely. No don't, running and whatnot. Don't I know it. Uh, but that's that's what I got for you guys. That's everything. Oh, oh, really quick, the mechanics for that ring, it's a, again, it's a, it's a 10 plus your constitution modifier. Uh, for to turn someone to stone. Is it 10 plus constitution or 8 plus proficiency plus constitution? 10 plus constitution. That's just what right. I have written down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Chucky Boomshot. Um, That's what I, my friends call me. Hey, hey, there you go. I hope you consider me a friend too. Uh, Depends I, on how I, much you got money you have. What? Also, don't you guys leave. i got to get, get your money from me. <laughs> Ease it back to the door. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I left a, a particular item with you. Do you think he was able to do something with that? Remind the DM of the item. Uh, I left the tablet, the elemental tablet thing oh. at the door, sir. Because I didn't know if it could be used in the elemental fusioning of weapons. Sure. I was not able to use it in creating another weapon, but I do know this is an absolutely very powerful tablet. I've, and upon investigating it, uh, I don't know why, I, I assume you got it off of one of the orc mages, but it, I, I know this to be one of the things that they use to transform. Consuming this tablet will turn you into a rather powerful creature, I imagine. I would better hold on to that. <clears throat> Again, like I said to Jack, be careful of these things. You can get hurt with them. I don't want to be careful. Or much worse, you can hurt someone else. Or oh, much e even worse, you can eat it in here and destroy my shop. Please Although don't. I was about to eat it, but... But the coloration of, the coloration <laughs> of this one, it's blue. Uh, I imagine it is uh, possibly might turn you into something with water. Ah, that's pretty neat. Pretty neat right there. Uh, like you said, mind if I get that back from you? Absolutely. Right, no charge for me to investigate that. It was actually a kind of a, a joy. I appreciate it. Appreciate it very much. I'm a curious man, the Boonshire. All right, fellas, time to fork over the cash. Are you going to charge me for letting my knife eat my other knife? <laughs> I am going to charge you hazard pay for dealing with that thing. Fair enough. Do you buy items, sir? I might. Do you buy magical items? Depends on the item. I feel like I can sell it. I've got items that I might want to sell. Are you beating around the bush here, Grim? You want to make a trade? I'm not sure. Well, what you got? I've got this call stone <laughs> back from two weeks ago. Well, and that was... Uh, it's the one from the Lonesome Investigation Department. Okay. I never used mine. Gotcha. Uh, this looks like a rock. Do you have a trash can? <laughs> <laughs> I do. He pulls out like a metal bin from behind the counter. Lots of stone creatures in the trash can. <laughs> and he sets it on the counter. You, have, I, you, you can absolutely dispose of it here, but I don't think I'll be purchasing that rock. Excellent. Thank you. Tunk. That's all. because <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, got, I've got a bunch of stuff, but I don't know if I want to sell it. Okay. Because I don't know if it'll be I'm useful. I'm going to take that rock out of the trash can. Okay, you're welcome to it, Jack. <laughs> Thank you. So, you just wanted to sell me a rock. <laughs> it's got googly eyes on it. <laughs> no, I don't have time for this. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got a cane that can freeze water. Ah. And I've got a ring 
called the Ring of Roundup. What does that do? Does it help with cattle? No, it attracts insects. You can control an insect. All insects? Any kind of insect, general insects. Oh, now, Grant, 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 Grant. Don't be getting rid of the buggy ring. I like the buggy ring. Do you want the buggy ring? I'll buy that buggy ring off of you. 50 gold. You sure about that? <laughs> I, I mean, we've been friends for like you have days. 50 gold. Well, yeah. No. If you want it, Arlo, I'll give it to you. Yeah, more on that buggy ring. Okay, never mind. The buggy ring is not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Grim, I, I truly have work to do today. Those gauntlets are going to cost you 250 gold. Now, how about this cane, though? The I'll buy it off you for 25. It freezes water. What's does it, it now? Very powerful. <laughs> does it freeze water, Grim? It does. What do you call this the cane? <laughs> the freeze cane of water. Grim. I'll have you know the air here freezes water, my friend. That's fine, though. I've also got a slave collar. That sounds dastardly. <laughs> and a ring. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna hold on. Right, never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna give you forty gold for whatever you want to give me. Because <laughs> I've got some work to do. All right, I gave him the the cane and two hundred and ten gold. Okay. So yeah, he gives you. Yeah, right. New character flaw for Grim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Thank you very much, absolutely. I hope you enjoy those gauntlets. Hope they kill things for you. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Chucky, Mr. Chucky Boomtrack, I got this buggy Chucky. ring here. <laughs> he puts his hand, his head in his hands. I bet, you know, I, I, I best hold on to that one right there. All right. <laughs> what, do I, what do I owe you, Mr. Boomtrack? Oh, hazard pay for dealing with that knife. I'd say about 40 gold. And for the... Gaunt, uh, bracer? Ah, uh, yes, I did work on that too. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, I'd say a hundred total. A hundred total. Okay, excellent. I have just enough. <laughs> okay, so you hand it over? Yep. All right, thank you. Pleasure doing business with you, question. boys. Yes, Grim. Serious question. Yes. Do you of know? Course. Do you know what a, what a blinks is? Yeah, those creatures that hang out near the coast, uh, east or uh, west of the city. Could you do anything with their teeth? Do you think? I don't like to work with their teeth. There's too much danger in working with their teeth. And, I, yeah, I, I don't work with those. They might... Uh, I've heard, I hear if they break the skin, it's all over. And I, I don't want to mess with those. I had a cousin once. <clears throat> what do you have in mind, though? Well, you know, I've got these spiky gauntlets. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's fine. I like what I've got. All right. <laughs> I, I was seriously interested in if, if you would work with them, but if you I don't that, want to, then that's that's I understand. I that's that's a that's a kind of risk I don't want to be putting myself in. Um, I understand. These yeah. two and Torque, both all three got blinked. Yes, I hear it's quite. He looks at the two of or the, the two of you and he says, "I hear it's quite uh, unnerving." You know, I I had a pretty good time myself, but uh, of course you did. Yeah, you know, I'd I'd put a I'd put a vacation home there, but they want no place to put it. Okay, Arlo. It, it's quite disturbing. It's an endless sea of endless monsters. Warm, sunny, a lot of critters. He looks, at Arlo, he looks at Arlo and shakes, shakes his head. All right, fellas, I truly do have much work to do. Do uh, you have a bag of holding, perhaps? I do not. Dang it. I do not. All right, I am seriously leaving this time. Thank you. <laughs> Very well. I'm sorry I don't have a bag of holding. If I, do, if I come across one, come visit, or come visit me. I might find one. You never know what rolls through town. Uh, but I do not have one on me right now. You also hear kind of a knock at the door, and he says, like, Fellas, are you about ready to roll on? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're just getting wrapped up here. Wonderful. 
Hey, thanks, uh, thanks very much, Mr. Boomshire. We'll be you talking are. to you soon. Very welcome. I don't mean to make fun of you at all. I, I truly, it is great to start my day with a little entertainment, fellas. Thank you. You making a short joke? Entertainment <laughs> of a regular size. It was excellent seeing you again, Mr. Boomshire. Yes, I hope to do business with you again. But, of course, Chuchu, I've got other things to do. Oh, he turns out the door. Leave. I'll leave. Okay. <laughs> My heart's racing a little bit. <laughs> Not from that. It's all that sugar. Not from that. <laughs> We're approaching that season finale, folks. Uh-oh. I fret. We're getting a text message passed across the table. You wanna... oh, I didn't want to send it to him. Oh, the bottom that I just started typing. Oh, that's you, just. You want to go ahead and just do time skip? Oh, no. Oh, no. Not a time skip. What? What is a blinks? Is a blinks a aberration, a creature, a beast? A it's a creature. It'd probably a be creature. a monstrosity. That's yeah, what like basilisks and stuff are. Yeah, it would probably be termed, you know, a monstrosity because it doesn't come from your world. But imagine if you lived in that other world, it'd just be a creature. He's been sense. to that other world. I have been to that other world. But he doesn't live there. I have Correct. closely he observed them and interacted seconds. with them. For how long? Um, Do you have to have is it? He said like an hour. I have children. You've not been with them for an hour. No, it's any creature you've seen before. Oh. You just gotta see it. You oh. gotta look upon it. Hmm. May I blinks? Um, you'd be able to turn into the form of one, but I can neither confirm nor deny whether you would be able to use its powers. Nice. Um, yep, just give me some stuff over here. Yep, I will. Cool. Thank you. Cool, cool. Yeah, somebody actually said something about that. What's yeah. that? Plague has basically been 10 if you're a druid. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> Okay, so whenever you exit, oh god, <laughs> you might want to just pause. Again. No, no, I'm I'm fine. We're doing <laughs> just, I I care about what happens next, and I'm nervous. <laughs> um, so you guys head up, or you guys walk outside, and Justine is getting antsy. He's like, I'm I'm so tired. I'm ready to go to bed. I'm ready to go back to sleep. And uh, Torque says, We'll get you home, and I'll, we'll get you tucked in, and you can sleep all day if you want. Great. So you guys are walking up the. Uh, up the hill and you know towards the um the full hammer mine and you guys make it there is there any conversations or anything you guys want to have any are you putting on your gauntlets yeah is that is that long as, as long as we can sleep is that open to anybody absolutely hey. you've earned it you can get a good day's sleep in i could use a little bit of nappy nap something tells me that won't happen <laughs> yeah you guys can head back into your uh head back into the house as well if you want to go back to your rooms and get you some sleep uh, Justine and I are going to walk around, walk and go find the Fletcher. Uh, we'll probably be in the house here in a, in a few minutes. Uh, but you guys head on in and get you a good good rest. Excellent. Good night. You do not rest. I don't rest. But if we are resting, I will rest. Wake up the next day. He's knitted something for all of us. Guys, we've come a long way from when we started. We have. I, I was thinking about that a few hours ago. Mere how long have we been going? <laughs> Uh, probably a couple months. Months point. ago, we were detectives in the investigative department. Mm. Now we're agents of an underground society, killing the higher ups of. Well, that was in our first couple of hours as agents. <laughs> we <laughs> killed one of the higher ups of society. Really, yes. Traveling to other dimensions, slaying beasts that most people can't even imagine. That's true. Yeah, got a point right there. I think we've come a long way in a short time. 
My entire religious belief system has been thrown on its head. The gods are dicks. That's true. Or at least the one we met. But he seemed to imply, or infer, no imply, I inferred, that all the other gods were pretty much the same as him. Well. Just sort of in it for the laughs. I suppose when you have unlimited time to be alive and unlimited power, you'd get bored. This is true. I'd kind of do the same thing and if I was in the same shoes, you know. I think that uh, I'm going to reserve judgment on that till we meet a couple more of them. Y'all think we're going to meet a couple more of them? It would be interesting. I have no doubts as long as we're on this quest to find their magic items. I'm, a, I'm game for it. What? <laughs> the two oh of God. you have done a lot of work today. Go and get some rest. As you are, are you saying okay? that, Check. you are on the porch of the cabin. Excellent. Heading. All right. We'll talk. Jack pulls the door open for you, and, and they're all dead. I need Grim and Josh to roll. Grim and Arlo to roll perception checks. Ooh. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Twenty. It not is, natural. It is dealing with smell, so I'm not going to let you do it. Oh, twenty. Not natural. Did you I, yes. I was about to say, does Jack not have a nose? <laughs> no, he doesn't. What'd you roll? Twenty. Not natural. Ooh. Twenty-three. The. A smell assaults you on the way in. It's me! It is a smell of flesh and iron. It is the smell of blood. And it assaults you on the way in. And let me, I guess, get through this description before you decide to act or anything. So you guys walk in and the smell of blood hits you really hard. Do you want to, of course, you can mention that to Jack if you'd like, if you're alarmed enough to do that. I want to put a hand out and just just stop Jack from walking in. There's blood. Jack's going to, like, Tighten up the straps on his mask. Okay. Is everybody pushing into the house? I, I Grim would run in. He okay. would say blood and then run gotcha. in. Gotcha. As I'm you cautiously moving in, as you in go in, if you remember that for that foyer, <coughs> that foyer, as you you went in originally, to the right was that dining room, where they had all their plans and Albert and Corinne was you know, messing with things. Uh, as you you know go in and you turn right to look, which is where the smell of blood is coming from you see quite a sight. And I would ask that you do let me get through this description before you make any sort of actions. So quick. It. I'll just let you know everything that you take in in the split second that you look into this room. Um, the smell of blood is assaulting to you. In that room you are in hours ago, that dining room, you're getting briefed by Albert and Corinne Fullhart, you see Misiko. On the end of his trident wails an impaled Corinne Fullhart. You hear her shout, Ah! <clears throat> She's been impaled by uh, Misiko. Um, blood leaks through her teeth as she grits them and reaches towards the floor. Blood leaks out of her abdomen as she reaches towards the floor. As you follow her arm down to the end of her hand, uh, your eyes are drawn to the floor where you see Albert Fullhart, the man that was just very excited to explain to you all he knew about planium. Uh, he is dead um, with the giant trident holes all in his chest and in his, in his abdomen on his arms and legs. Um, he lays in an absolute, just almost unsearchably deep pool of his own blood. Um, he's lifeless. Got those huge holes functioning his fairly old and thin body. Uh, and then <clears throat> the rug underneath the dining room table is just soaked through with his blood and now mixing with his wife's blood, who's still shouting and gritting her teeth as blood spits, through it, spits out of her mouth. Uh, and a single piece of parchment, immediately as you look in, right on the table, uh, you see it disappear in a puff of green flame. Um, and as that is happening, that's the end of my description, and Misiko turns to your party and he says, 
I had no choice. And as he does so, he yanks that trident out of Corinne um, Fullheart's body, and her blood spills even more heavily onto the floor, and he turns to jump out of the window and try to escape you. What do you do? Hold up, what do I do? I imagine if you're going to... I guess the question would be, are you going to try to chase him, or are you going to try to help um, Corinne or whatever? Because I guess we'll, need to, we'll probably need to roll initiative no matter what happens, right? <sighs> okay. Everybody roll initiative. Alright, we're initiating. Are we gonna be able to take an action before he's out the window? Um, I don't think this would be fully surprised. He would have heard the door open. He knows someone's coming. Um, so at this point, I uh, wouldn't be surprised. So I don't think you can act like before him. You just will have to decide on um, initiative, how this happens. I have an 11. I got a 16. 20. Sorry, I'm getting the papers. Um. Alright. Also, Burb is nowhere. There's no sign of Burb in this room as well, if you're wondering. No! Alright, what did everybody get? 20. 16. 11. Did you get a nat 20? Not natural. It was a 19 plus 1. Okay. Um, so it'll be... Arlo, you had the first chance to do something. Alright. I think I'm the only one who can heal. So you're incorrect. I'm a cleric. <laughs> yeah, but you're like a cleric who destroys things. I'm a grave cleric. I literally stop people from dying. That's my one thing. Hey, okay, you guys. Even if it happens after they're dead. <laughs> Even if it happens after they're dead. I'm, I'm on the fringe. Like, mostly into the death, but just a little on the life thing. Don't let right, that affect this, what you're doing, though. You this do room what you is do. extremely. Um, oh, I'm torn on this one. It's extremely long. Um, also, as Corinne's body fell down and hit the floor, like she landed on top of uh, Albert as she kind of, as she weeps and gnashes her teeth at at Mitsuko and at this body of her husband on the floor. So she's not quite dead. She's not quite dead. Not quite. She dead. seems to still have some life in her. Mitsuko um, is still in the room. This room is about fifty feet long. It's a long dining room. You guys are about fifty feet away from Mitsuko. There's a window on his side. Uh, facing out to the porch and away from the house, and that's where he's trying to go. Uh, so, Arlo, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to cast Hold Person. Hey. Okay. <laughs> On Jack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hot twist. Okay. How does that and work? And rip off his uh, mask. Concentration, last a minute, range 60 feet. Uh, got to pass. Uh, got to pass a DC check. So. Okay. What kind? Uh, it's at 15 DC. Okay. Uh, wisdom. Wisdom? Yeah, it's a wisdom saving throw. It's a wisdom saving throw from them. But his DC Choose is a human 15. that you can see within range. The target oh, must succeed must have on the wisdom, wisdom saving throw. throw. You're, you're good. You're good. Okay. You can do a cantrip and a bonus action, uh, right? He rolled an 18. I don't think so. An 18? Yep. Versus 15. a 15. A 15. So, so he'll like beat a bonus it. weapon attack? Oh, yeah, probably. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess actually he could, yeah. Cantrip and bonus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, so yeah. you you try to cast Hold Person. I guess you reach out a hand or something. I'll try it. Jedi mind trick doesn't work on this one, boys and girls. And as and as he feels the Jedi mind trick happening, Misiko says, yes. I had no choice. Explain yourself, Misiko. I, 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 did, I didn't want to. They, I, I just, I, I didn't have a choice. That's all he has time to say in these couple seconds. Okay. Bad explanation. <laughs> um, it's uh, Grim's turn. Sorry. Cool. Unless Arlo, you're doing anything. Are you running? Or are you moving? Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang back. I'm not good in a, in a direct front attack. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna move thirty feet forward, and I'm also going to cast hold person upon him. Okay. Nat twenty. Oh, he succeeds. Hey. He shrie- he just shrieks again. He's like, please just let me go. I didn't. We're going want to get to you, Misko. <laughs> just stay right there. <laughs> uh, it is his turn now, and he is going to dive through that window in a dash. He is he is going to jump through that window, uh, shatter the glass, and and try to sprint off that porch. And he barely he makes it to the edge of you know right off the edge of the porch in this in this movement. Jack, get um, him. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. Uh, dang it, this thing isn't loading. I think I know the. I think I know the. Everything about the spell. Okay. I'm going to run to the window and cast a cantrip. Okay. Lightning lure. Nice. It Ooh. has a. I think it's a thirty foot range, and uh, they make a strength save against me and if I win they get pulled 10 feet towards me okay drink safe yep <clears throat> alright roll 17 yeah he beat me <laughs> god he is rolling really well I'm gonna can I use a luck point on that sure <laughs> yeah he beat me alright he's able to pull away from your lightning lure whatever magical you know Thing that ha- I guess it's like a lightning bolt that it passes. It's like a lightning whip that like wraps gotcha. around him and is supposed nice. to pull him in. Yeah, so cool he move. it goes around like his leg maybe. Yeah. He goes around his ankle and he he pulls it free. Arlo, it's your turn. Misiko has left the building. You're 50 feet away from a bleeding out Karen full heart, and you are 50, 60, a great deal away from a Misiko diagonally, but you can't run through a wall. So. Arlo, get to- Karen. We need information. I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm going I'm going for Misiko. Okay. We need we need information and he is the source of all this info that we can get, so <laughs> Okay. I can't do it. Somebody wake up the dying people, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. He can bring back the dead, so That's um, true, can. I'm gonna I'm gonna conjure woodland beings. That's a okay. level four, it's a level four. I haven't used it yet, so cool. I conjure up eight sprites. Eight sprites. Eight sprites. Refreshing. Sprites are not lemon and lime, as one would think. They are, um, they are very no-nonsense about stuff. So um, they have a flying speed of 40 feet and a walking speed of 10 feet. Uh, they've got a long sword attack, a short bow attack, heart sight, and they have invisibility. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I cast uh, the thing, and I, I call it eight sprites to come in and help us out. Oh, get, that, that, this fellow's getting away. You, you need to go, go catch him. Don't, don't let him out of his sight. Okay. Slow him down best you can. So we'll, they sprint through the door and... 
Um, yeah, they're going to have their own initiative. Okay. Yeah, let me know where they land. Yeah, I think it's just a straight initiative. Or did they use my initiative? They probably use yours if they don't have a dex modifier. They do. It's plus four, so. It's a nine plus four, so a 13. If I catapulted a small object at him, what are the chances it would embed in his skin? Like a sprite? You'd have to roll real good. <laughs> I don't roll that. He I'd have rolls to roll seat. real bad. Okay. Misigo is not rolling real bad. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, so they have a thirteen for initiative. Josh got Okay. Me. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. They <laughs> go right. At, they'll go right after Misiko then. Okay. And they're what's the call? They're the sprites. Okay. Right, so they appear near you. One. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. They appear near you, but they're not going to move until after his next turn. Okay. Well, do they? Do they not have like a range you can cast them? Oh yeah. For your spell. Heck yeah, 60 feet. They're right up on top of his bad boy self. Yeah, when, you wouldn't be like on him, but you would be, we'll say, I think, I don't know how to do the math of 50 and then 60 this way, but I'll say it's probably about maybe 80 feet. They outside close the to him. As the crow flies, but yeah, they're, they're, they're close to him. They're about 20 feet behind him. That's going to work. Ask nice. Pythagoras. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't let him out your sight. See if you can stop him or slow him down. But only if it, it wouldn't work on this triangle. The Pythagorean theorem, right? Wouldn't work on this one. It only works on right triangles. Oh, this is a right triangle. Okay, so, then, yeah. okay, it does. Never mind. Cool beans. <laughs> All uh, over there, Pythagorean. I just conjured sprites. Nice, <laughs> refreshing sprites. So they're not able to do anything now in this turn, but they are close to him. Okay. Uh, it is now Grim's turn. How far is he from the window? He is sixty feet from the window. Okay, I go to the window and I cast uh, hold person again. All right, so twenty feet to the window. Yeah, twenty feet to movement. the window. To the winder. From the window. And then. Oh. Sorry. Wisdom save, you say? Yeah. And a save is wisdom modifier plus what? Uh, no, it's just if it's whatever the save is. If he's proficient in wisdom saving throws, he would add proficiency, but if he's not, he just adds his. Oh, never mind. Here it is. His. Uh, yeah. Man, uh, he's so slippery. He rolls a 15. He succeeds. So. <laughs> Is Corinne, she's still alive. She's breathing, but very, like, labored. Like okay, she's so I, I cast Spare the Dying on the dude. On Albert? Yeah. How does that work? Because, um, yeah. like, he's, you haven't touched him, but I'll tell you he's cold. Okay. It's a, you touch a living creature that has zero hit points. The creature becomes stable. The spell has no effect on undead or constructs. But with me, it's like it's a bonus action with a range of thirty feet. At this point, he's like. How long has he been dead? He's been dead a while. So you're how gonna, long is a while? Like two weeks. Like, no, like is it a couple hours? Okay, yeah, he's not coming back. Okay, but you wouldn't know that, so you'd cast it right. You'd give it a shot, whether you knew it or not. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Okay, so yeah, so what happens is I just I didn't want to tell you. I feel you like now I would know though, because after the, after it didn't work. Yeah, after it didn't yeah, work. Of course, I feel yeah, of course. Yeah, you know it. Um, I just didn't want you to tell you like that doesn't work, and then not explain it. So meta, he's been dead a while. Um, so you cast this magic and you try to spare the dying on him, but you can feel that it just he already is, did. He's not like he's an object now. He is material. He's there's no life left in him. Um, and it, to look at all the blood on the floor, you're not surprised, honestly. But you can tell that he is not, he is, he is more than incapacitated. Uh, 
Is that all? That's that's movement plus. You got ten more feet if you want it. Um. Run around the circle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, st- I'll. I'm gonna move over to Corinne. Okay. Ten feet over. She looks up at you with just tears in her eyes as they run down and mix with the blood on her chin, and she's covered in her own husband's blood as she looks up at you. Uh, lean down? Yeah. Okay. I lean down and I say, what's his name? I don't know his name. <laughs> you asked her that. <laughs> his, his name. What's his name? His name's Albert. Albert. I'm sorry, Corinne. There was nothing I could do. And all, all, her only response is just muffled crying through her teeth. Like, she just, she holds her, she's holding her own abdomen as she, like, accepts your touch and like it just lies on her husband's body at this point in tears as she grips her own bleeding abdomen uh it is now misiko's turn who is again going to he's going to turn around very briefly and again shout like i didn't want to do this uh and then he is going to cast something on himself He's going to cast a spell called... Will somebody look up the spell Shield for me? Shield, it is a reaction plus 5 AC for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. We oh, looked it up. Wait, it's what? <laughs> reaction plus 5 AC, 10 minutes. If you take damage, or if something targets you, you your AC increases by 5. Well, your okay. AC is just increased by 5. Okay. okay. Cool. I think it's 10 minutes. Let me check. I think it is. I looked at it a second ago. Where you be? Oh, it's just one round. Never mind. It's literally useless. Okay. He casts it on himself. Okay. And then he tries to run his 30 feet. He's hobbling. He's not hurt. He's just, like, freaking out. Um, cool. But he does cast shield on himself, so his AC has gone up five this time. Hey. Uh, okay. It is now... Sprites. Sprites turn. Woo! Eight, eight you said? Eight sprites. Right. I don't actually know that you can do that. Cast it as an action? Yeah, it's casting time or reaction, and in the description it says reaction trigger. You are hit by an attack or targeted by the magic missile spell. An invisible barrier of magical force appears and protects you. Until the start of your next turn, you have a plus five bonus to AC including against the triggering attack and you take no damage from magic missile. So you can only cast it as a reaction, you think? Uh, I'll... You do as you do on that. It doesn't really matter. I mean, he's yeah. going to be reacting to whatever. Yeah, yeah you, you better have true. a reaction. It, yeah, if not, he's going to cast it as a reaction. So, yeah, yeah we'll just say he casts it. All right. We'll, we'll only let him get one attack helped out of it instead of one. Instead of two. Go ahead. I've got eight coming his well, way. Well, no, it would still last until... It would last around. I mean, excuse me. Instead because I think it said it will protect against the reacting attack plus... Until the, the start of your next turn, yeah. Until yeah. the start of yeah, your next turn. Okay. So, yeah. so... Yeah. Yeah. We ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. They are going to fly as close as they can get with their 40-foot range. And they're going to use a short bow. It's a plus six to hit. Jack, did you ever have a turn? I had my first turn. His turn is after... Yeah, it is. Sorry. Face, yep. but Go ahead. Sprites jumped in ahead. Yep. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I didn't miss it. Let's see how many of them hit first. Okay. Okay, so it's plus <coughs> six to hit. That's a 17 plus six. That'll do it. That'll hit. Okay. 11... I'm going to hit. Okay. With Are shield. 19 plus 6. That'll hit. Even with shield. 9 plus 6. 15? Nope. Okay. Same thing? Nope. 18 plus 6? Yep. So is that 3? That's 3 hits. 
Yeah, I got him on my fingers as well. Okay. That was five five strikes. <laughs> I haven't counted rolls. I think it was three five out of five. or six. Yeah. I think it's been six because I think okay. you hit three and missed. Sixteen two. plus six. Um, that'll hit. So four. So one more. Four plus six. Well, not hit. Two. Hang on. So you got four hits with what? So I got four out of eight. I got half of them. Uh, one piercing damage. Hey. <laughs> and so it, he takes four damage. Cool. And target must succeed on a DC 10 Constitution check uh, for each one, or become poisoned for one minute. Cool. Dude. All right. So DC 10. And if it's five or lower, let me know. He succeeds on the first one. Okay. So I've got four hit. I've got four rolls to make. Mm-hmm. He succeeds on the first one. Okay. He succeeds on the second one. Okay. He succeeds on the third one. Okay. And Ty goes to to the player. He fails on the last one. Okay. So was it less than a five? <laughs> uh, no, it was not. Misko is significantly more impressive than I remember him being. <laughs> That's part of. So he is he is poisoned for one minute. Okay, remind me what poison, what's poison, the poison condition. You, this is straight up D&D poison. A poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay, cool. Hey. Um, he is going to stand there. It's not his turn. Jack. Um, I'm going to put my hand on Arlo's shoulder and cast Long Stride on him. You now have ten extra feet of movement. Hey. So if you morph into something that gives you like 60, you'll have 70. Nice. If you dash, you have 140. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Holy cow. Break the sound barrier. Thank you, Jack. You think I You think I ought to see if I catch up to him? I think you're the only one that can at this point. He's getting pretty far out there. All right, I'm going to give him my best. Cool. I like that the response. I think you're the only one thinking at this point. Arlo's legs grew two sizes that day. <laughs> okay, so what? It is now Arlo's turn. What do you? Well, you moving at all? Um, no. I'm just gonna stay in you're the room. Just gonna stand in the foyer? No, you uh, move to the window, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Or you move close to a window. Okay. I'm gonna stay where I am. Or did you move to the porch? I walked into the room where everybody else was, and then I walked to the window as he okay, went out of it, that was it. to cast okay. lightning lure through the window. Sure. Okay, so you're staying there. All right, Arlo, your turn, sir. I'm I'm going I'm going back for it. I'm going I'm going for the eagle. Okay. Hopefully, you walked outside before you did that. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm hopping <laughs> out the window. Like dive through yeah. the window. That's, as the no, that's what we're saying. I'm that, like I'm what, going through the yeah, window and jump, I'm eagling up. You jump out the out the you you never left the foyer, I don't think. So you jump out the front door, and Boom. then eagle out from under the porch. Very cool. So so American. Yeah. Eagle I get on the front porch. <laughs> Apple pie fell off somewhere. Yeah. Um. So I get an extra ten feet of movement. Yeah. So regular flying flying, I can go ninety feet. Okay, you catch up to him with your regular. Nice. Darn. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm gonna see if I can. It doesn't just straight up in the air. Remember, Arlo would know this. It doesn't matter if you kill him. I can bring him back. <laughs> well, I mean, we've seen the damage he's done. So I mean, Arlo is is a little upset at this point. So. Do as you do. All right, so I am. Um, I'm going for the two attacks. Let's see. I got a beacon of talons. It's yep. a plus five to hit. That's a seventeen plus five. Um, and this reaction lasts at the end of the turn. 
Yeah, but 22's no. a hit before. Uh, it lasts one round. Until one the round. start of his Comes all the way turn. back to his turn again. Right, so it lasts until now. It's, or it's la- it, it would still be lasting now. It she lasts until it gets to him again. Yeah, that meets. The 22 would meet his AC. All right, so, so it would that one. Hit. Okay, and one more. I don't think, I don't know if I... Nat 20. Nice. On the edge. On the towel. Teetering on the edge. on the edge. Nice. All right, so is it double damage? Yep. Yeah, okay, roll so... Your damage dice twice. 46 plus Twice three. the dice. It will make you feel nice. Six. Three. So we got nine. Mm-hmm. I got you. Three. Five. 17. Plus three. So 20. 20 damage. All right. You take a giant hunk out of this. Whoa. I leaned on the table. I'm oh, so sorry. It's okay. You take a giant hunk out of Misiko's right. back. We're sorry. Blood, be- his now. dark blood begins Before to leak down his back. As, as you can hear on on your way down with your perfect eagle hearing, you can hear him. You can hear him weeping as you. Poison chomp does into him. poison give him disadvantage? No. Okay. Attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I would disadvantage on an attack for you. Nice. Okay. All right. So I am. I am. I'm just hanging out. I'm. I'm keeping up with him. Okay. I am not losing him. You're right there on top of him. I am not losing okay, this guy. Okay, you just ripped the huge hunk of flesh out of his back as well. Cool. Easy to identify. There's Arlo flying by. <laughs> it's a goose. <laughs> you can hear him. Uh, okay, it is now Grim's turn. Will you tell me how many total hit points Corinne has? I don't have a full number in mind, uh, but I think she will put her in. Like, why do you need to know that? For something cool. I mean, I would put her at probably 45. She's a fairly weak lady. It's too much. She's an old. I mean, she's not older. She's. I mean, she's probably in her 50s. So I guess that's kind of older. Any help? Okay. Almost as much as me. Is it really? I have 49. She's lived a good long life. She's she's more experienced than you know. So we're sticking at 45. Yeah. Oh boy. Are you going to take my serious <laughs> moment and make luck. it into a comedy? <laughs> I'm going to make it into something dark and sad. Oh, bother. I, uh... She's definitely at zero right now. She's at zero right now? I mean, or she's like one or something. Like, she's she's not going to... If... if So she has to be at zero, because if left to her devices now, she will die. Okay. She's at zero. She's death saving throw. Right? That, like, no, if she was at zero, she'd have to make death saving throws. But if she has one hit point, would by the rules, would that mean she's not gonna? She's bleeding. Let's say she's got one hit point. She's bleeding out. Left okay. her own devices, she will die. Okay. Yeah. Well, however you want to do that it. That makes I'm still, sense. I'm still going to me. All right. So putting my hand on her shoulder. She's prone, right? Yeah. Okay. Corinne, I need you to trust me. Does she, she doesn't anything? move. She doesn't respond. Doesn't move. Doesn't look at me all. I punch her in the gut. <laughs> You hear All right. as blood just rockets from her mouth onto the the body of her dead husband. Okay, uh, will an eighteen hit? Yeah. Okay, I'm not doing <laughs> not doing necrotic damage. Yeah. So that's like. I mean, she's dead. Eleven. You, you took you took away her <laughs> one hit point. Okay. Um, I cast spare the dying on her, so now she is stable, but with zero hit points. 
That's some meta <laughs> right there. That's the most meta thing I've ever heard of in my life. But wait, she had one hit point earlier. She needs none. Okay. Grim would know that she needs none. Okay, all right. Grim would know his most effective healing times. All right. Hey, I'm with you. That's fine. Hey. That's fine. And then I... Are Albert's eyes open? Uh, yeah. I reach over and close this. You didn't see that, sir. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, that is the end of my turn. All right, so her body is laying stable now, not bleeding anymore, I guess. So you've somehow yeah. closed up those holes with Spare the Dying. She has a collapsed lung, but yeah. one's still laying She's in bruising there. pretty bad. But I mean, um, otherwise, she looks great. Yeah. At this point, you can hear from somewhere way far behind the house... Uh, where Torque and Justine obviously had been, you can hear Torque's voice saying, What the heck is going on up there? And you can't, like, I don't know if you would feel like you could respond, but he's just yelling towards the house like he just heard a window break. Could I respond? Or are you saying I could? You could yell to him, but I don't know if he'd hear you. Okay. You, I'm just saying you could hear him very muffled from outside. You can hear it coming uh, to him. You could yell toward him. I'll just mumble to myself, I'll have to deal with that soon. Okay, uh, so that will end your turn? Yep. Alright, it is Misiko's turn. He is going to turn around and try to jab at you, um, Arlo, you big eagle, not knowing who the heck, what the heck's going on, and he's going to... So, just let me... I didn't... They, they, they said they'd, they'd set me free! As he tries to stab you, but misses completely as you give a gust and... That's a good gust sound. I like that. Passes underneath you. (laughs) Okay. Poxy, no! (laughs) uh, And so he's going to take that and try to run 30 feet away from you. Okay. Is Uh, he leaving my area? He's leaving your area. Woo! All right. Let's do it. 15. That will not hit. Okay. Actually, it's the start of his turn. It will not hit. Okay. Okay. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Yep. Okay, yeah, because I remember the, the shield had gone away. Um, so he's 30 feet away from you now. Sprite. Sprite's turn. All right. They get right all up in his grill. Wouldn't they also have <gasps> opportunity? Yes. All eight of them. Get him. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine by me, yeah. All right, so pull an ant man on the possible points of damage. Yeah, we'll do the short bow. So you can poke at him. All right, I love the idea of like eight sprites turning with their tiny little short bows. All right, All right that's up. a that's an eight. Nope, that's an eight. Nope. Come on, dice. That's a twelve. Also an eight. Nope. Um, twenty-five. That'll hit. Woo! That was four. Yep. Yeah. 25. That'll hit. 17 plus 6. Yep. Okay. 7 plus 6. That ain't gonna happen. So, nope. that's 3 hits. 3 hits. Yep. So, three, he takes 3 arrows, tiny little arrows in the back, and takes 3 damage. Alright, Constitution. Right. 3 Constitution checks. He passes. Passes, he passes. Okay, he's good. So he takes, he does take three damage. Okay, yeah. Is he still poisoned from the last time? How long does that last? Like three rounds? A minute. A minute? Oh, mm-hmm. Still poisoned. Uh, all right, now it's the sprite's turn, so they're going to do it all over again. Yep. <laughs> all right. One more time. All right, 
17 plus 6. I'll count the total sprites. Okay, okay. I'll count hits. All right, sprites, hits. Okay, so... Wait, what was the first one? 17 plus 6, oh, so yeah, yeah. 4 plus no, 10. Uh, 10. 16. Yeah, nope, nope, sorry. 16 won't do it. 18? Yep. Okay. No, that's a 7 plus 6. Um, 17? Yep. Okay. Uh, actually, no, sorry. 17 won't. Uh, 20. Not 19. Yes, so 3. 3, three? Keith, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. What kind of armor is Misko wearing? Is it silver and half of a plate, perhaps? No, it's not. No, I'm still gonna kill him. His, gonna kill him. his AC comes from dexterity. Two, He's extremely dexterous. Two constipation checks. You guys thought you He's hit three over. times. Oh yeah, three. He's a special boy. Um, kinda. Uh, he did feel one. He's poisoned again. Okay. Was it a five or lower? No. Okay. So, he, so he's poisoned for another minute. Nice. Oh, please. Okay. That's all I got on that. By the way, the, the sprites can actually speak mm-hmm. common, so okay. like if you want them to like interject with information or something. I would have spoken okay. if I had known that. <laughs> they speak common, it's a elvish, and sylvan. It's okay. So. okay. Well, I mean, I would have... I can't make them speak. You could. Yeah, I don't know. You can tell me what they say. I understand. You you, you know what's going on in the world. So. You like punching Like if they deadlies. lend commentary, oh, you can say, like, oh, what is this? Or one of them can tell me, like, hey, I saw him go this way. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You got eyes on him, man. It's a big field you're running across. We He's got a long way to go before he gets out of sight. Nice. So essentially, yeah, we should discuss that this this mine is at the top of the city walls, and between the mine and the cabin and everything and the rest of the city is this rather expansive field that you've walked through every time to get to the cabin. So he's so, got a long way to go. Is he running towards the mine? He's running towards the, the, the city. He's trying to get out. Okay, so we're like. we're closer to the mine. He's running. Yeah, towards you're the at city. the you're at the the mansion, the manor, the Makes full, sense. Okay. full the full heart manor. But he's you, running away from you towards Buckland for the city. Actually, you're all within the walls. Uh, Jack, it's your turn. All right, what way did we hear Torque and Justine running from? Uh, if you are looking out the window, they are behind you. They're behind the house somewhere towards the mine. Okay. Uh, do I, I've been in here before. Is there a door on that side that leads outside? Is there sure, a back door? You could, pass, you could pass through. So behind you, you would be looking into their kitchen, and then out, there's a door out of the kitchen that you could get out of. I'm going to go out that door and shut it behind me and stay out there at that door. Okay. It'll take you a dash to do that. That'll work. Okay. I'm not doing anything else. Cool. So you head out there. You see Torque and Justine who are running towards the house. What's going on, Jack? Someone broke a window? Uh, there's much more than that going on in there, Torg. I don't know if you want to go in there yet, uh, especially not with Justine. Yeah. I'll explain it in bit greater detail, but we need to get some things sorted out first. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean I shouldn't go in there? It's your mom. <laughs> your parents have been he, attacked. As soon as you said his, your parents, he like takes all the reaction time he has to grab Justine's, you know, ears and pick her, like, pull her into his his stomach. Like, to where she can't hear you, hear you, what you're saying. And you say what? I said I've been attacked. Okay, so he, he draws her in. So we'll say that's the end of how long you can speak in this round of combat. That'll work. Um, Arlo, your turn. Back to the mean. All right, I'm going back for another strike. All right. 18 plus 5. Uh, that'll hit. 23. And... 
A six plus five, that ain't good. Beagle hit, Talon's one. Beagle hit. All right, so one D six plus the tree. Whenever we get a Seven. moment before my turn, I need to take a pause and ask about my item because we we gave a description of it, but we never went through the mechanics of the eye thing. It, it, yeah, I said it requires a, a constitution saving throw. Yeah, but how many times a day you said I had to be healthy or something like that? I was just trying to explain in game that you can, it it would be a limited times in the long rest, but it'll be three light stances. Okay, and is it paralysis? Is it? It turns them to stone. Okay. The uh, same way a basilisk does. Okay. And I and I can walk you through that if you if they succeed you successfully. Does the person turn to stone and die? Uh no. Okay. That's not tip. There yeah, there's kind of like a limbo whenever they turn to stone. I think. Excellent. So as an action, because an eagle has a language, yeah, um, and I can, I can command my creatures. They can just understand me no matter what I say, as long as, as I can say action, something. Or you said, as like, an can I can I tell them something? Oh, absolutely, you can. Okay, um, I want to tell one of them. In How much was that damage, by the way? Seven. Seven. Got it. Yeah. In uh, squawky in squawky words that people at home can't understand, but yeah. I'm gonna tell the DM. I want to tell one of them to um, fly ahead to the city and find the mayor and find Burb. Okay. As you just remind me that one of them shoots off on their next turn. Yeah, and let them know. Let them know what's happening. Okay. Sprints. <laughs> so, so now there's there's seven following and one just like. That That's the beautiful thing about D and D. It's like you can you can set up the pins, but you never know how they're going to get knocked down. <laughs> <You didn't know. laughs> I have no idea about that. Sprites would be used. Two foot tall, half invisible little man, yep. Terminator running off into the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So you you fly up. You take a big old honk out of his shoulder as he runs away with his beak again. Lord, Mosnet. With your beak again. All right. Um, Thank you for for having him not run away with my beak. Yeah. Uh, Grim, your turn, sir. I. Cast Cure Wounds on, uh, what's her face? Ooh. Okay. Corinne. Yeah. She gets 35 hit points back. Okay. And Damn. I also cast a fourth level. She gets how many? 35, you said? Yeah. Okay. Do I need, do I need fourth level? I could use fourth level. Squirrel. <laughs> I just, I love the inner monologue of Grim. Like, this doesn't bother him. He's like, should I go fourth level? Yeah, we'll see. I'll use, <laughs> I mean, how alive does somebody need to be? Really? <laughs> I'll use a uh, third level. Okay. Live to the fullest. <laughs> so 35 plus whatever you do now? Get two of those spirit animals, like the squirrels. Just uh, <laughs> 12. <laughs> okay. 12 points. So she right. is fully up. So yeah, Corinne, like her wounds close on her chest and on and, and through her stomach and her the clothes that were ripped up, she's in actually like her... Her nightgown, her her jammies, um, and so there's holes through it, and you can see like her skin close up underneath the holes in her or her nightgown. Nothing seedy. We're not. I'm not describing any no, sort of nudity or anything. Um, but no, yeah, I wasn't saying that to you. I'm saying that to the audience. Don't want anybody to think we're getting our jollies off of this lady. We should just cut all of this audio. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant when I said that. Um, but she she gasped. <laughs> she coughs again and spits a little bit of that last bit of uh, blood out of her mouth. Blood. Uh, she like is still has her eyes closed I and she's like pat her back. Okay, she's just weeping. She's sobbing. I'm sorry, Corinne. I had to do that. That is when my healing is strongest. Yeah. Um. 
she yeah she she doesn't respond to that she's just weeping. I don't think she's sobbing about the punch. I know she's not sobbing <laughs> about the punch. <laughs> yeah, she just but she no she doesn't like pull away from your hand or whatever. She's just weeping. Um, that's it. That's all. I'm doing. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> just punching your dead legs. <laughs> okay. This campaign is like a nightmare generator. <laughs> <laughs> it's Misiko's turn. Um, that's what they do, though. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna run another thirty feet, but before he does that, he's just gonna try to stab at you again. Arlo, Did he leave my area? Uh, hold on. He's gonna stab you. He's gonna stab you first. Okay. Uh, he's gonna miss again. He's just too absolutely too frazzled and he's just running away he's running away and just trying to jab at you over his shoulder uh and he does leave your area all right I'm can fine. you not pick him up i don't I, I, can i you probably could. i'd have to grab but it's like yeah it's like a strength check it's this whole long process just okay kill him. yeah I, I, so that's a three plus five is <laughs> eight. Just, kill him. just kill him and uh 19 that'll hit Okay, so 19 was on the talons. So that's so I feel like fancy. you can't do you a beat deep. and talons. Oh, yeah, you're right. This is the opportunity. So, yeah. yeah. So, what was the first roll? Um, that was an 8, so that ain't going uh, happen. Okay, yeah. So, you barely miss him with that beat. Uh-huh. But I got to roll for the sprite sprites. Can we do like a, you roll twice, one for four, one for four? I thought that was now easier. Is seven. Huh? One for three. Right, yeah. Three and four. Just to speed things up. I can. I mean, it's either going to do like one damage or three or one or four. We could all roll for two. Yeah, just roll all of them. It's fine. We're, we're here. Yeah, yeah, that's going to hit. 16 plus 6. Okay. 18 plus 6. All right, they all hit. Cool. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's a crit fail. They all hit. No, they all hit. They all hit. All hit? The, sprite, the sprites are... The, if it was They're like... They're doing one damage. Yeah, if the yeah. option was like you have six, you know, bears chasing after him, I'd let you roll for all the bears. That's, there's a little more at stake. But when there are eight health points at stake, you know... Well, then roll seven constitution saving rolls. On it. And this one actually does matter because if, if one of them's lower than a five, yeah, of course, um, he just dies. He goes to sleep until somebody attacks him or slaps him. He passes. <laughs> uh, he rolls a seven, so he fails once. Close. Passes. <laughs> fails once. Passes. My favorite method. Passes. That's a crit fail, boys. Oh! And he's posing for another two minutes, and he's sleepy by. Of course, every time I make some rule, like, let's make it faster, then of course it, like, mm-hmm. completely shatters the rules. If yeah. the result is five or lower, the poison target falls unconscious for the same duration or until it takes damage or another, cre- another creature takes action to shake it awake. So you know what you need to do? Well, one of them is a crit fail, up, so that turn into the last a one. massive yeah. creature and then just fall on him. I can't. I, well, that would hurt. Number one. I mean, you're <laughs> already a giant eagle. But also, Stop. I've already used my other eagleizer so today. Huh? Big, so I have no heavy. other. Yeah, Pick him no up, other. hollow bones, most of the feathers, right, and true. drop him. <laughs> Thank you. Brian. We need <laughs> answers. I can revive Thank him. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Actually, an eagle's got very light bones, <laughs> mostly feathers. <laughs> uh, mostly, he's got hollow bones, mostly feathers. Anyway, so one of the little use the bow on him. Yeah. Okay. So one, like, I guess, like the one of the last ones hits him, and he just just yeah. hits him just right, and he just that's it. Yep. After taking, I mean, he took, he's taken like, like fifteen sprite hits at this point. It would make sense that one it would find it smart. Carry it, so mm-hmm. And so your sprite hits him in the back with cool. the uh, in the back of the neck with a little arrow. Uh, and what do they what do they look like again? They're little tree people. Yeah, they're 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 just sprites. giant yeah. ten inch leaves. <laughs> <laughs> 
floating <laughs> vertically But they're, through. like, fully colored. They're not, like, spectral or anything. They're no, like, well, these, these are, they're kind of like all my other summons. Like, if something happens to them, they'll, like, dissolve into, like, the leaves and blow away or whatever. Okay. So they're, they're like a... Uh, Leaf golem? They're, they're like a simulation. They're like a copy of a real sprite. Okay. Um, it's not like a sprite sprite. Like, you know, they don't have a family or something. Right, I got you. I know so. they're not real, but I just want to know if I'm looking at, like, a, a real one. Yes, they look real. Okay, It's perfect. just like anything else that I summon. Gotcha, cool. So, he flops down, and seven of the sprites behind him, they all, they all like, turn to each other. <laughs> and they already like, got, like, 20 arrows in him. Nice. They there all you turn, go. They all, Fern Gully style. <laughs> they all uh, turn to each other, and they, like, high-five and go, Woohoo! All right! Good job! <laughs> and then one of them says, Happy back, boys! <laughs> and he sprints <laughs> towards Buckland to look for Burb. Uh, oh, that, and, uh, he already sprinted. Oh, uh, we just. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was a reaction. What we just did, right? But yep. yeah, he's gone. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Off of the distance, one of them goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what they do whenever he hits the ground, um, is their turn now. They all stand on him. They all yep. stand on Misika. And actually, since it is their turn, I want one of them or whatever, they have Heart Sight. Yep. A sprite touches a creature and magically knows the creature's current emotional state. If it fails a DC 10 Charisma saving dies. throw, a sprite also knows the creature's alignment. Celestials, fiends, and undead automatically fail the saving throw. Okay. Yeah, I, we'll I'm not going to do the alignment thing just because we don't do anything with alignment. Not so much, there, yeah, yeah. All of our characters are a little more three-dimensional than that, I think. But it knows like it yeah. knows like the intent of its heart. Right. What is the um if it fails the DC ten, I also know the alignment. So. Okay, so it fails it, it rolled a he rolled a um what's what's the, what's the modifier, I'm sorry. Wisdom? Uh I, no, it's like I touch it and I know. It's cool. Well, I think okay. you can give like a more the, three dimensional alignment description. Yeah, yeah the um the DC ten <coughs> if it fails a DC ten then I know it's alignment. What I'm saying when with the uh the roll Mm -hmm. Am I adding any modifier to it? Wait, it but like you, don't, you, don't you only roll to know alignment. You already know. Okay. As, as soon as he touches, he yeah, knows he's interested. I, I okay. pokesee him. Right. Okay, yes. And then I knows. His his emotional state now is a mixture of fear and anger too. and mm -hmm. sadness Albert got over what well. he did. He is remorse. There is remorse in there. Uh, he right. didn't want to do it. He is being honest with you. He is, he is not. There is no part of him that is experiencing any amount of joy or satisfaction. Cool. You still gotta and they him. they tell me this and they're still standing on me. Yeah. Cool. They, they tell they they tell you telepathically. No, they just say it. Okay. So they're standing on top of him. He says, "This this creature is sad. so sad, tormented." Your nose flares so much with that voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I can barely breathe. <laughs> okay. So you got him pinned down. For a minute, for he is he is asleep for a minute, or the duration that he's poisoned. So right now he's poisoned for three minutes. Okay, he's asleep. That's it. Who's next? Um, yeah, it's it's, Jack, kick it's him? Jack's turn. Joke. Um, Jack, we go back to your turn to the sound of Torque saying no, 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 and he's like like circling and pacing with Justine like pulled into his his stomach, and you can hear her muffling saying. And he's like, yeah, holding her in there. He's like, I, I have to, I, 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 I've got to. Okay. Uh, he's, yeah, thinking he's, about he's freaking out, huh? I said, I'm thinking about it. All right, what do you do? Um, can she, does it seem like she can hear? 
No. All right, then, Tort, it's, it doesn't look good in there. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, God. Grim is doing what he can for your mother, but I don't think your father's going to make it. Uh, He's punching through the window. Tears, <laughs> tears uh, begin to roll down his face, and uh, he's just—he's in shock now. His face is blank, and uh, he can't. He at this point, he's unable to even utter uh, words. He's—they're just tears, uh, and he's like looking around in the, the way you know, like animals look around whenever they have like a. Like the way Bambi looked around for whenever his mom died, you know, like, it's just, like there's he's complete helplessness is the emotion you see on his Let's face. Let's put some sad sprinkles on this sad cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what else do you do? Anything? Um. Yeah. It was the companion of ours that left the house early last night. He returned. He's the one that's done this. It doesn't seem he, that he. Uh, he seems so. We, we were, he was supposed to be going away, and he seemed so kind. Uh, he's like, you know, talking to himself at this point. He, as he was running away, he said they'd let them go if he did it. Uh, he said they let him go, is that what you're trying to say? The, I, whatever I heard you say. Gotcha, yeah. They, whatever he said you said. They, they, they'd let him go. They said they'd let me go. Um... Torque is under, unable to understand really what you're saying at this point, but he's taking it in. Yeah. He's distraught. Uh, anything else? Nope, does it. I'm just going to keep blocking the door, though. Okay. Um, Until cool. Grim comes out or somebody comes and. Gotcha. Uh, Arlo, it is your turn as a giant eagle. Um, I'm just going to land on top of him. Nice. I'm hanging out. He's sleeping, so. Yeah. I'm just hanging out, and if he gets up, I would say he's restrained. He's pinned, whatever. Sure. Yeah, he'd be able to try to get out, but I mean, you're a big boy. You're a big eagle. I can imagine it'd be tough. Large creature. Um, Grim, your turn. Okay. I um, I reach down a hand and kind of put it on Albert's chest. Um. Ooh. Um. Can I send the um? Can I send six more of the sprites off to go look for a burb in the mirror? Yeah, if you want. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll just tell him, hey, go. The same thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell him in birdie language. Okay. Uh, I touch his chest and I say, Corinna, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do for your husband. But uh, perhaps with more time, after I'm a bit stronger. And I, I cast a gentle repose upon his body. You touch a corpse or other remains for the duration the target is protected from decay and can't become undead. The spell also effectively extends the time limit on raising the target from the dead since days spent under the influence of the spell don't count against the time limit of spells such as raise dead. Okay. The duration is 10 days. Hmm. That's cool. So this spell will last, it'll preserve him for 10 days. It lasts for 10 days. He'll and then, be no more dead in 10 yeah, days. Yeah, it's like it, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is a pole. So, so technically, for right now, he has there's 17 days to resurrect him. Okay. And of course, after the end of 10 days, I can just touch him again. Right. Um, oh, sleeping booty. And I, I, I say to her, you'll need to clean him up, and yourself, of course. Your children, I believe, are headed this way. She, she when you mention her children, she seems to snap out of it a little bit, and she like, you can hear a, like her, her nose, you know, sniffing in some tears and phlegm or whatever else has leaked out of her body, and she says, she says, 
Where where are Tork and Justine? Where where are they? Are are they hurt? Are they okay? I believe they're fine. Okay. I, I give her my like water pack, and I kind of wrench herself off before going to talk to them. I'll travel with you. Okay, yeah, she looks down and she sees that she's covered in blood and she sees Albert again and she just begins to weep again and she just tells to herself, I, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, <clears throat> and now it'll be Misiko's turn, who will remain asleep. He did. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say for a brief minute you're out of combat. So tell me what you want to do with these three minutes. Um... No, you didn't send anybody to notify Grim or Jack that you had caught Misiko. Mm-hmm. The sprites run off. Uh, what is? What are your goals within these next little couple minutes? Each each turn, I can I can tell them one thing to do. Yeah. So the tell last, them whatever you want now. Right. So I, I told the last ones go. So there's now six of them looking for. Yeah, there's six of them total looking. Yeah, you for sent one. You had seven. You. You said you want to send six more. You want okay, total six looking for, two keeps left behind? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Those two on this turn, I want to send back towards okay. these guys to notify Grim. them. Grim, you hear the pitter-patter of little sprite feet. Uh, Jack, you also hear the pitter-patter of fright beat, fright, fright, fright pipe, pipe beat. <laughs> sprite feet. Uh, one of them hops through the window um, and is standing opposite a new one. Uh, uh, right behind you um, as you're looking at Corinne or whatever. Um, you know, the one hops behind you and like taps you on the shoulder. Right. At the very same time, a sprite is tapping, is pulling Jack's leg. I turn down to him. Uh, uh, Arlo sent us to notify you that he has caught the creature. Thank you. Each of them say to you respectively. All same right. thing. Your computer went dark. Is that good? Yeah, okay. Okay. Return to him and see if you can be of assistance. A bat just flew into the window <laughs> here. <laughs> huh? Fuck. Uh, return to him and see if you can be of assistance. Oh, okay, will do. <laughs> he hops back out the window. I'm gonna assume like that Torp wasn't really paying attention. Uh, yeah, he's he's trying to figure out Justine at this point. Torp, we've caught the man who did it. Uh, we will see what information we can get from him. Uh, he says, "I'll, I'll take I'll I'll, t- I'll take her uh, away from now for now." And he goes and walks back the other way with Justine, and he like picks her up and is do like he like wipes his face and picks her up and like you can tell he's trying to pretend that things are all right as they're walking away. We'll come and get you when we get things sorted out a little more. He like puts a hand behind you know behind him and says like yeah okay okay. I'm gonna go back inside. Okay, you open the door, you go back inside, you Kick see Grim on the floor. Jack, stay with Grim. Stay. Me. Okay, buddy. <laughs> stay with. Stay with Corinne. I've just received a word from Arlo that he's caught Misko. Ah, yes, I heard as well. Excellent. I'll keep a watch over them. Thank you. And I just dash that way. In okay. the field to hear a mighty caca. Okay, yeah. You see a giant eagle sitting on a yellow man. Um, so you head down that way and you meet up with Arlo who is sitting I on Misiko and he's surrounded by like not, not like I'm just sitting there, but it's like it's like <laughs> one would do where it's hunting where it's like all like hunched over and yeah, everything. I got you. Like wings spread out. Yeah. Okay. You arrive there, Grim. You're I need probably got neck, a, Arlo. about a minute left. Caca! <laughs> <laughs> like, because you're covering him, right? Yeah. So I walk up to you and just move your wings. I need his neck. All right. I'm going to hop now. I put the slave collar on his neck. Okay. Gotcha. So you got the slave collar on his neck. Ring on my finger. 
read it on Google. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so you, so the slave collar has been put on uh, Misiko's neck, um, and he begins. This is a slave collar that Grimm got very early in the campaign. That are, if he wears a ring, it allows him to shock the person wearing or the thing wearing the slave collar. And so as the slave collar is put on Misiko's neck, uh, he begins to blink his eyes and wake up looking at an eagle and Grimm standing over him, surrounded by two other sprites. And Grimm that, angry. Yeah, Grimm very <laughs> angry. Uh, and that's where we're going to end this episode of Dungeon Boy. Thank you so much for listening. The next episode will be the last episode of the first season of Dungeon Boys. Woo! It's going to be cool, I think. It's going to be a good time. We're going to wrap some things up. We're going to figure some survive. things out. There will be some threads later that we'll have to deal with in Season 2. And we'll explain what happens after Season 1. Uh, after Season 1. Did so you say we, threads or threats? Threads or threats. Uh, and we will see you in the next episode. Please remember that we love you very, very much. Bye. Toodles. Later.